You're listening to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast where we discuss our favourite tweets and trends from the week. Whether they're social, political or from the world of sports, we love the unpredictable mess that is Twitter. Enjoy the intro music. Welcome to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast that has fun talking tweets, Twitter, and the ridiculousness of the Twitterverse. My name is Fergal, and I am joined by Sean and Cormac this week. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm pretty good. What about you, Fergal? Cormac going straight in there instead of Sean. I like yeah, it. I thought I would, decisive. Yeah, I thought I would just grab the bull by the by the horns this week. <laughs> you showing Sean that you're the alpha. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Alpha, how was, your, how was your beauty? Week? You're not older than me. Um, <laughs> oh, shucks, shucks. <laughs> Let's not give any dates of births uh, over the no, air. No. Uh, Cormac, how was your week? It was fine. I picked out the paint from my kitchen walls. Uh, so I was quite happy with that. For anybody that is interested, I'm going with Tilbury Teal from the yeah. Dulux, Dulux motor range. So, yeah, yeah, looking forward to getting that started and underway. Sounds about right. Um, Sean, how's your week? Yeah, I've been good. Um, um, what did I do? Same thing I did last week. Um, been trying to avoid Twitter all day so I don't get any one division spoilers. Um, but I think I know what's going to happen because I saw something trending and I was like, oh. So, yeah. Twitter has become a bit of a, a, a minefield for spoilers. For, you know, if you if you do mm. want to enjoy things in this fast-paced world we have now, like where, where we started, you know, when we got back to weekly releases, it's become a bit of a, a minefield for that. Yeah, yeah it is. I'm, I'm just betting it's going to be very underwhelming either way, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> Every optimist, Cormac. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, listen, um, Cormac, what are you looking at this week in the episode? Uh, I was spoiled for choice this week. There was a couple of pretty fantastic sports stories broke. Uh, Barcelona are always fun. They're they're yet again embroiled in a corruption. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's that time of the year, isn't it? <laughs> in Spain. So I, I look, I will get a chance to come back to that again because that's not going away anytime soon. Uh, then after that, there was obviously just before we come on, on air, there was there was the scandal over was Gordon Elliott and um, the the dead horse. The, you know, a picture emerged from sitting on a horse. But I I couldn't do them because something came up during the week on Twitter that was completely unavoidable, and it was an RT investigates documentary called Who Am I, and it was yet another fallout. You know, it wasn't even documentary. I suppose it was you know, more of a proper journalistic piece on a, a, a separate fallout issue from the mother and babies scandal here in, in, in Ireland. It was in 2018 
126 people were notified by Tusla that they weren't who they thought they were for all of their lives. So Christ. very, very interesting. I, I, don't I'm call, I don't even want to call it a documentary. I don't know what you would call it, but we'll talk about it more. When, Realistic piece, I guess. Yeah, when, when, when we get into it. But that's that's what I'll be covering. Very good. Uh, Sean, what are you looking at? Um, I'm looking at um, influencers in the wild um, and a really specific case that happened in Dublin uh, this week that kind of went all over Irish Twitter. Um, kind of like a GTA car chase, if you will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, that that, um, that uh, car chase up the N50. Yes, I, I, you know, it was pretty hilarious. And I just thought, you know, I, I had nothing else really on my feet to talk about apart from that, so. That's fair. Uh, I know myself, I'm going to look at a very uh, quick piece on Alec Baldwin leaving Twitter in the last 24 hours uh, and why he did so. And Has Sean, he? I know you're big... Yeah, he stormed, stormed off Twitter. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, for a pretty funny reason, I think. But we'll, I said it's only a quick piece, but uh, it's nice and light. Anyway, listen, uh, we'll have a look at it. Sean, when I come to you first this week. Hello. Hello. You you um, want to talk about um GTA Dublin? The GTA Dublin, yeah. Um basically I saw um someone by the name of Gemma was trending on, on Irish Twitter. And at first I thought, oh god, what did Gemma or Doherty do now? Because they she was actually <laughs> she was trending in as well because um she lost her repeal in the in the high court. That's right. Yeah, she has to pay like a hundred. Well, it looks like her and John Waters have to pay what a hundred thousand grand. Hundred thousand grand. Yeah, yeah but good it, enough for them. They'll have they'll have you know GoFundMe pages set up for that. So I don't think they'll be. Oh, that's right. Yeah, all their followers and all their. I assume Jim Core is a big contributor there. The great patriots oh, I, of this country won't allow them to, you know, pay that <laughs> you know, on their own. Don't have you know. noticed that about Irish Twitter that random names end up trending in Irish Twitter because we're such a we're such a small country. Oh, it's always like Neve and Aoife and all yeah. Irish names and yeah, yeah. We're just such a small country that things could trend for like the slightest reason. Yeah, <laughs> like Gemma was trending. Um, anyway, I looked it up, and there was this. All of a sudden, there was this video of a woman singing along with a song and screaming down the M50, driving a white mark at speeds of well over 120 kilometers <laughs> and uh shouting you're getting you're getting smoked to the guardi um, that was a very well, sean, well sean you're saying over 120 kilometers there the speed limit of the m50 is 100 yes you know so like it's that's even worse um but yeah no she was um so, so i don't this person anyway she, uh, her name is Gemma. she's an influencer um so was was she an influencer to begin with well i i it's only up on her instagram right where it says um in in her i'll just, <laughs> read, it. I'll just read it yeah i'll just read out her, her, her instagram profile uh married to the game okay what does that mean? triple h triple h triple h, triple h. Triple h. Oh, is it a, a or the rapper i guess oh okay married to the game <laughs> Um, then she has her age, um, and then she has uh, nothing for sale. What does that mean? 
I assume oh, that means I assume that means like OnlyFans style. Oh, okay. would be my assumption. I don't know. I I heard I heard I heard rumors that you know. Oh my god! I did hear rumors as well. Yeah, yeah. As to why she's being chased. As, as to why well, she's what's, what's how, she how she makes her money. Yeah, well, I tell you what, Sean. Do you want to get into your story first, and and, right. and we'll kind of we'll talk about the maybe the why after. Okay, all right. So anyway, she has nothing for sale. Then she has no DMs, um, and all picks from Spain. I, I don't know. <laughs> don't know what this. It's pretty self-explanatory, Shane. Yeah, or Sean. Then, Shane, who's Shane? <laughs> well, like it's kind of like it must like it's like that. Remember, everybody used to have that Bebo folder, like Spain 06 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's be. what it is. And then underneath all of that, she has lifestyleinfluencer.ie. So obviously, she fancies <laughs> herself as a as an influencer on her. Not, but page. not only that, John. Lifestyle influencer. That's pretty specific. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the the video emerged anyway of she's speeding down the M50, a heap, and I mean a heap of um of uh guard cars are following her, um. And you see then she's screaming, screaming down, singing along to this. And then finally she, after must have been a while, she pulled into Ballymun and went to her own house. And everybody's filming her white mark, uh, getting chased by all these guards, um, a massive amount of guard cars. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was Ireland's OJ Simpson moment. Like that's, that's what it was. Yeah. You, know, you, remember, white... you, remember, all, you remember all the, the, the cop cars? Following AJ down the or OJ down the road in the Bronco. That's yeah. that's exactly what this was like. Somebody actually put that up um, on yeah. Twitter. Twitter a girl called Sorka said America has OJ's Bronco, and Ireland has Gemma's white mark. <laughs> um, uh-huh. and, but it just it was a, what did you think about the the amount of um, guarded cars? So somebody put up there like you know um, what what was it? He said question for someone who knows stuff. With Ballymun Bonnie, I suppose that's our nickname. What's the reason for so many Garda cars? Is it for blocking all the exits, or is it for dealing with crowd control and the arrest? Like, why? Why was there so many Garda cars? People were kind of saying it was embarrassing at the amount of resources that were thrown. Yeah, that's fair. I felt, I felt, I felt embarrassed by it. I, I just couldn't understand why they didn't throw. You know, like you know those things to control across the road, but like the the tire puncture track. Like, why didn't somebody drive? Why didn't somebody from another guard station or whoever has this equipment drive to the next exit and just throw it across the road and it would have been over and done with in yeah. 10 yeah. minutes? Even, or like, even just drive in front of her car. Like, the M50's got so many exits. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. She, she's I mean, actually she's drive smoking them, Fergal. She's smoking them. Yeah. Well, listen, I, what, I talk, what I found surreal about the whole thing was the fact that she's live... Um, uh, what's it called an, an Instagram uh, oh, live live stream Instagram oh. live is it or live yeah. streaming I guess she's live streaming yeah. the whole thing from from the front of her car and as you're watching you know the cops chasing her and, and her like speeding down the M50 you're seeing kind of comments coming in from people uh, likes uh, you know it's just it's just very like Black Mirror or you know what I mean it was, it was just, just it reminded me there was a movie out a couple of, I, I remember going on a date we date and um, we went to see this movie, and I think your man, um, you know, the younger Franco, um, Dave, yeah, Dave, he was in it, and it was like 
it was like it was a truth or dare or something wasn't it yeah it was like like a truth or dare thing where like you had to film on your phone um and broadcast live a dare that you were given and you know like you know some people were getting killed you know climbing on buildings and well mad things it it reminded me of a movie that's on netflix at the minute that i watched a couple weeks ago called spree and it's it's got it's got your man um uh, joe keery who's in uh, stranger Stranger Things. things Yeah, and you know, I actually really enjoyed it. It's not, it's not a good movie, but I kind of enjoyed the concept and and you know some of yeah. the stuff that was done on it. But basically, he's I don't think he's well, but he's got a his dreams of being an Instagram kind of social media influencer and getting loads of likes, and he ends up resorting to basically filling himself as like an Uber driver, picking people up and and start murdering them live. Yeah. And, and people think it's kind of fake at the start because at the start you're like, well, surely someone will call the police. But as you watch the show, the more you watch the movie, you're like, actually, would people take it seriously? Would people call the cops? Um, but it was the same thing. It was like live, kind of live streaming it and people are commenting as stuff is happening. Yeah. So it was, it was just very reminiscent of yeah, that. It was scary how surreal it was. And then to see all the people like going, oh, like, an, oh, Gemma, you're a ledge. <laughs> And someone someone put up uh, Kyle Laurent put up on Twitter. You can hate the Gardaí all you want, but calling uh, Gemma a legend doesn't sit well with me. The growing population of idiots in Ireland would probably do the same. Um, True. I I in the interest of listener, you know, immersion here. I I have the audio, uh, yep. twenty four second audio of of what happened. Sean, would you yep. like me to? Yeah, go on, but play it there. Look has anyone, again. before I play it, has anyone heard since what's happened to her? Like, as you, as you I, imagine, because like that Garda absolutely buckled her when <laughs> did, she, got, she got taken down. Yeah, like <laughs> really, really, like, really, like it was probably did. little excessive, but like it was, it's it kind of seemed like a guy who's like, you know, like I was supposed to finish my shift an hour ago, kind of thing, you know, that's. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that idea. Like, uh, oh, I'm two minutes from off shift. So I better beat the crap yeah. out of this one. So <laughs> answer you there, Cormac. She made she, after she did make uh, something on Instagram. Like, a, she did. I'm just, I'm looking I'm for it read, now. I'm going to read that out. I'm, I have it here. I'm going to read it out after well, the clip. Well, I'll, I'll play the audio now, and yeah. you, you can then. Right, right, here we go. This is a 34 second kind of cut of of everything that happened. was a couple of young fellas from the estate just querying there as you could hear what were, what was going on um, <laughs> yeah. oh, i was mad so she she had this kind of like statement on her instagram i looked up her instagram um and it seems to have been it seems not to be there anymore there's a couple of fake accounts in her in her old name um but the statement she came out with and i can't make any sense of it because it's it's pretty much incoherent but maybe yeah, i could make sense of it Maybe you can help me. Maybe you know explain what it means. Um, conviction not one because I'm smart and I have dirt on the police. Even your man Dwayne tried it on at me, and many many detectives call me a honey. 
Um, there's a, a an emoji of a honey pot. Okay, well that's that one's obvious. <laughs> this bit I can't make any sense of. Trapper all use want. I don't like bacon. Never did. What does trapper uh, mean? Trapper, I mean, as in like she's she traps cops with her honey pot. I would assume, mm. and then she's saying I don't like bacon, so she doesn't like guards. Bacon or pigs? I, I assume. I would assume so, Sean. Okay, and this is all this is all rap talk to me, so I don't know what it means. <laughs> um, I'm going to the top 100%. Um, I don't need anyone. I make moves by myself. All you need to move in a herd back of sheep. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that refers back to it. So I, I assume, Cormac, you're gonna, you were going to mention the same rumors that I was going to mention in that mm-hmm. there are rumors going around that her and her partner, and these are rumors that her okay. and her partner were selling illegal things to people who might. Well, what illegal things smoke those illegal things but yeah. and then he uh grasped her up to the cops and uh that resulted in the the chase essentially but again those are rumors that are just floating around twitter at the minute so i i don't know if that's true or not oh okay anyway i thought it was just a mad story and i enjoyed enjoyed watching um and and the reaction on twitter sir someone um I didn't enjoy watching it, but I just thought it was mad. <laughs> um, I, 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 I felt the same. I didn't enjoy it. I, I was, I was engrossed by it. Uh, however, afterwards, I came away from the thing. Got oh no! Like, how long is it going to be now before some other guy or girl thinks, yeah. "Well, I've, I've got to outdo that girl in Bally yeah. One." Um, someone, someone put up the stupid, um, a, a, a really derogatory term, praising Gemma and Dublin. Or what's wrong with society these days? They all think it's entertaining. How she didn't kill anybody, we will never know. Knowing this country, the stupid so and so will get off lightly, um, and that's it. Like, like you wonder, will, will she get off lightly with you know thirty guards chasing her down the M50 after that? You know, I did see. Um, uh, there's a great Twitter account called uh, uh, Not the RTE News. Yeah. Um, they follow us by the way. Just throwing it out there, but that's uh, great. I uh, you know, uh, but they tweeted out that girl bombing it down the M50 was about one star away from having the FBI and the army come after her. <laughs> I I was going to say that one, yeah. <laughs> ah, sorry, it's a good oh, one, right. brilliant. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So that was that was Gemma and the car chase and the M50. Excellent, uh, Sean. That's brilliant. Thanks very much, uh, Cormac. You were looking at something uh, a bit more serious this week, actually. I was. Uh, I was looking at something a bit more serious. Uh, I doubt Gemma was watching it as she was too busy at, at the time. But during the week, I noticed a couple of ads on TV and I noticed a newspaper story as well floating about on Twitter for an RT investigates. Again, I, I, don't, I don't really want to call it documentary, but, but it was pretty much an expose on section of the mother and baby home scandal and part of it was for people that don't know obviously the mother and baby homes scandal was a, you know a big issue in the last couple of months in ireland it was where unmarried mothers went pretty much to be hid away from their locality because of the the shamefulness of getting pregnant outside of outside of wedlock and and within those institutions they were treated let's just be honest about it you know terribly now far 
from it that three guys are going to sit here and kind of discuss how badly women have been treated in this country over the years. It probably wouldn't be the right thing to do. But I sat down and watched it anyway. And it, it was basically because of some of the things I'd seen during the week on, on Twitter. I mean, it goes very deep and way back. I don't know if either of you know, but it started in 2018 when 126 people were notified by Tusla, so that's the child and family kind of agency in the country, that they were illegally illegally sold as newborns by the Sisters of Charity to who they thought were their actual parents. So that's 126 people were told in 2018 that never had any previous knowledge that they weren't who they thought they were. So that was the name of the documentary, Who Am I? I don't suppose either of you's got a chance to to watch it, but I, I assume that obviously the topic has been very much in in the news in Ireland for the last couple of months and years. So, so you obviously know what the topic is about. I, I was watching it. Uh, wasn't there something else as well that there were people that were actually out of the 126, not not in the 126? That there, is, there, there is people who are not involved in the 126 and it's they're unsure as to how those people fit in. A lot of those, I think, were people that were adopted by couples from outside of the country, I yeah. think. And, and some of them were set up by um, Eamon de Valera Jun- well, Jr. That was that's, the big... That's the, the big revelation from it. Eamon de Valera Jr. was a, was a gynecologist in, I can't remember which hospital it was in Dublin, but yes, uh, he was heavily involved in this extremely shady business just to give a quick rundown of what he did was he would organize um sort of pregnancy checkups and consultations for women that weren't even pregnant they would come into his office with a pillow stuffed underneath their their jackets and he would organize those appointments to kind of convince people you know that they were pregnant you know everything was above board and then they'd emerge uh, they'd come in, they'd go into the hospital to give birth and they'd emerge a couple of days later with a baby that wasn't wasn't theirs. Somebody else had given birth to the baby. And of these 126, you know, that's how kind of, that's where they fall into it and that's where he falls in, into it. Some, some of them were in Belfast as well that might have attended De Valera's clinic in, in Dublin. But there's huge blowback over that one Sean that's kind of mm. really rattled cages because for anyone that doesn't know the devil era family is would you describe they're not wouldn't say the Kennedys but they're they're that kind of you know Irish dynasty you know since the inception of the state is heavily involved in the inception of the of the state he's the main numero of so you'd say so. Played by Alan Rickman in yes, <laughs> like a <Yeah>. card. <laughs> Alan Rickman was so, so good in that. Yeah. yeah. So there was there was one woman, the first woman to come on to speak about a, a lady called Susan Kieran. She she was notified in 2018 in in her mid 70s that she just wasn't who she was led to believe, and you know, like her mother was gave her up for adoption by the Sisters of Charity. And there was some pretty harrowing stuff in, in that one, in that, in that bit of the story as well. The Sisters of Charity hounded her mom for 
you know, she had to pay them to have her daughter adopted. Jesus. And they rang the woman's work in Arnett's and things like that. And, and when she asked them to stop ringing the Arnett's, you know, they replied in a letter saying, we have not failed you, you have failed us. As in, you know. I did see that um, that quote um, rattling yeah. around Twitter. Where, where's, where's our money kind of yeah. thing. But, but just to cover some tweets on it, like a lot of this is, is to deal with like people now of certain ages and like one woman in the show said, you know, I'd like to die now with my, my real, knowing my real identity, you know, no more covering up, no more deception, no more hiding behind legislation. And that's the important one in this actually, the legislation, because where, where this goes back to is, I don't GDPR. want to bore people here, but, but GDPR is kind of a big, you know, it's a, it's a big stumbling block for, for people trying to access their information. Uh, but however, it's a huge wall to hide behind for the organizations that don't want to give out the information. You know, essentially, a lot of politicians seem to think that the organizations involved, including the Irish government, are pretty much abusing that law, that it's not really, you know, they're interpreting this in the wrong way. Yeah, GDPR has been, um, it's been a weird one now since it's been introduced. And it's, it's, listen, there's been a few benefits to it, obviously, but yeah, you're right. Like a lot of, I find like a lot of government stuff kind of hides behind it. Well, I, as a public servant, I can tell you, yes, <laughs> I have hid it behind GDPR the odd time when I didn't want to give something out or to deal with something, or you just maybe I possibly didn't know the answer to something. And, you know, it's used as an excuse as to why you can't give him information. But just to cover a few tweets, Holly Cairns is, is a TD in the, in the doll at the moment, and she's kind of involved with Social Democrats. She, they'd be one of the big kind of pushers of trying to get this sorted out for people. You know, yeah, she, of course. She, she's tweeted out that the church has any hand, act or part in our schools and hospitals is truly disturbing. This comes on the back of after this documentary, it was revealed by Dr. Peter Boylan. I don't know, people might remember Dr. Peter Boylan from the Repeal the Eight uh, referendum a couple of years back. You know, he's come out and kind of let I didn't notice, you might notice, but the new um, state funded maternity hospital that's been uh, kind of built, that's actually been handed over to a private charity that's owned by a Catholic. Uh, church organization so it, it feels like we're going round in a circle here ag again that we haven't possibly the state possibly hasn't learned any lessons mary lou mcdonald tweeted the harrowing tale of illegal adoption and child trafficking in ireland this was known and allowed criminal and calculated not an accident but a strategy with devastating consequences now for justice no more delays the government must step up you know as soon as possible Lisa Kieran, whose mum was on the programme, tweeted, you know, I just had a call from my mum wondering if she came across okay on the show, but she didn't upset anyone. You know, oh, like, wow. I mean, this is what you're, what you're up against. That woman doesn't, still doesn't know who she is, really. She, she knows now because when they were in the meeting with Tusla, the Tusla social worker got up and left the room and some people might think purposely i'm not too sure she left the file open on the desk she said well like i can't give her the information but she got up and left the room and oh wow 
left the file open on the desk and, and Susan's daughter, Lisa, proceeded to take photos and they were able to find Susan's mother's grave and and some family and, you know, things that she just never knew about. Colm O'Gorman, who's uh, uh, sort of head of Amnesty International in Ireland, he was talking about GDPR and he said, stop using dubious interpretation of the law to deny people their human rights. Legislate now to vindicate the rights of adopted people and bear parents to their own information. What would be, what would you guys, like it's, it's an easy to kind of say, yeah, absolutely agree, give them their their data, but what's your opinion on, on that? Because the reason the government are kind of hiding behind it is they're kind of saying, well, it is your data, but there is people on the other side such as parents or family members that might necessarily want to be Watch it out, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, it's hard for, It's hard to give an opinion when you don't have a stake in it, Yeah, if that makes sense, or you don't have that emotion behind it. Like, with GDPR, listen, the state, the state does hide behind it sometimes. And companies hide behind it too sometimes, like... You know, private companies certainly do a lot too, especially like customer service and stuff. Obviously, this is a far away of customer service, but yeah, um, yeah. When people are are giving up for adoption, I guess they are giving up for a reason. Yeah, and and we, and we don't know what that reason is. Like, there could be a very very good reason for that, or there could be a real shitty reason. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe past a certain point, maybe it should be like copyright law, where after a certain many years. Um, you should be allowed to have a peek. Probably the most the, the most people who have a stake in it are probably dead by now. That like from you know. Pe- yeah, well, that, that's what I mean. Like, I, I wonder should it be like copyright law? Like, you know, you know, was it like a couple of years ago? Mickey Mouse became public for, for yeah, a bit. Yeah. He's back with Disney now, obviously. But like, the, the point is, there's there's a term. So I, I I often wonder if something like that would be a good solution to it. But people. Uh, who make these decisions or pay a lot more money than I are I am to do so. I, so I yeah, I think it's a unique case. I think an exception should be made um for it. I think it know. could be. I mean Philip Nolan who's a journalist, he he tweeted, you know, should should we not have at this stage, you know, kind of criminal proceedings or what are CAB doing? Why can't CAB investigate not the Catholic Church as a whole to see what they have, but what they have on this period of time, you know, you know, like because money changed hands for 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 babies to yeah, the church. Like, now records obviously going back maybe 50, 60 years mightn't be what you want them to be. But should there now be a criminal level investigation into it? I know kind of church religion and charity in this country has kind of a protected status, but as Sean said. I, I, I don't know how we get out of this without I mean like you can't keep standing up in, in the government in the doll and apologising sooner or later those apologies wear thin, somebody, somebody wants to see something happen the Archbishop did come out today Archbishop Dublin whose name is I think it's Dermot Farrell escaped me at the moment, he did come out today and said look you know I'll pledge assistance to any inquiry but he was very careful to stress inquiry uh, yeah. adoptions he didn't say i'll like what happened in australia and america where they they did actively hand over priests and nuns and other organizations for criminal prosecution i suppose it just it, it hurts people because like the, that question lynn, lynn ruan who's a senator did tweet out and i know it's a serious topic 
It's not usually what we do, but I mean, she did tweet out like, "Who am I?" It's such a, it's such an intrinsic question. Like there was one man on, and he'd been bring, brought to America by his by his parents, uh, his adoptive parents, and they both died, and kind of they never told them. They told him that he was adopted, but they never told him the circumstances around his <laughs> yeah, do- yeah. adoption. And he found out he moved back to Ireland and with his family in the late nineties after his parents died in America. And he just got a knock and a call on the door one day um, for Tustla to organize a meeting with him. And his son Googled the <laughs> address of the meeting and his son was like, dad, this is, you know, an adoption counseling building that we're, we're going to. And that was the first inkling he ever had that there was anything wrong with his, his adoption. And he went into a room and he just told them, you're not who you think you are. And in fact, the date that's on your birth cert is completely wrong. You were born four weeks earlier. So for, he was saying like, for 60 years, I've been celebrating my birthday four weeks later than I than I should. It's 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 horrible, absolutely horrible. But do you think he'll go for two birthdays moving forward, or do you think? Well, he'll... I don't know. I suppose it depends on the quality of of, <laughs> of presents he gets over the years. <laughs> uh, just just to finish up, you know, like because I don't want to go on too much about it, but it is up for debate now in the doll again next week around the National Maternity Hospital. But why, you know, why a private entity set up by a religious order is allowed kind of, why are we going to give them, why are we going to give them running up to National Maternity Hospital after what happened the last time? I, I don't think this is a good idea myself. What do you think? Even if, even if times have completely changed and you cannot hide things the way that you used to be able to hide things behind closed doors, especially with the type of thing that we talk about every week, social media, you know those days of hiding things are, are probably over but optically like surely they can't go through I'm, with this i'm all for secular um you know secular <laughs> i suppose you know over hospitals over everything because you know christopher hitchens would, would say that you know religion makes good people do evil things and that's been the history in in ireland at, at the moment um and we're having to deal with all of that now and to continue having religious organizations involved in you know serious you know hospitals and everything in, in our society it just doesn't it just doesn't fit anymore. yeah and for, for, for anybody playing tweets ahead bingo um sean has just mentioned christopher hitchens yeah um so you can mark that off your card right Absolutely. now uh, yeah, I did, listen, I, I'll keep it short and sweet. I think we're just going around in circles. You know, I mean, just ugh, give it to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, give it, give it Giggsy till the end of the season. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Yeah. No, right. but you're, you're right. Before, like, before we finish up, you, you're completely right. There is, there is an attitude of kind of, what would you call that? Kind of, not despair, but like tiredness, you know, like this. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is just going to keep happening. Fatigue. Know. Yeah, I think that that is exactly what it is. But look, that was my topic, a serious one this week, but one I felt, you know, couldn't really avoid uh, given given just the, the attention it got online. But yeah, fret not, Fergal. I will be back next week with 
probably uh, some hilar- hilarious Barcelona news. I'm going to g- give them another week. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was me. Well, uh, Cormac, thanks very much. Uh, an important topic, and I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, I thought I'd close out with something uh, a little bit lighter and a, a quick little story. I don't know if you guys saw, uh, you know, Alec Baldwin of the Departed and 30 Rock fame, amongst other things. Yeah. Uh, you know what? He's a bit mad in real life. <laughs> He's a bit nuts. Yeah, I'll let you go on. But it's interesting you say this because no, go on. I'll 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 say what I have to say after you yeah. you talk because I'm, I'm always surprised by because I like him a lot as an actor when he does comedy and it's like it's like Kelsey Grammer. It's when you find out you know when you first find out that Kelsey Grammer is bonkers in real life and off living in Ireland with his new stripper wife just snorting cocaine and stuff like it's just so strange but um but Alec Baldwin has left Twitter he's left Twitter in the last um, he's back on it now I think thanks for ruining my story Sean oh, that's that thanks for listening this week wow folks. thanks <laughs> thanks for listening to Keep the Head <laughs> wow is this because of the Chris, Christopher Hitchens remark <laughs> I don't mention Christopher Hitchens that often. I say oh, I mention Christopher Hitchens on. about three times on on the whole. Oh, get out of, I'm sorry. Right, if anybody's listening to this, if we if, if there is such a person and they have listened to us consistently over the last couple of weeks, can you please reach out to us at Tweets Aheadcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and just let us know. It's at least once a week, Sean. <laughs> it's, it's, I know three times in the whole time I mentioned Christopher Hitchens. Anyway, Christopher I'm Hitchens. Calling, I'm calling I'm, bullshit on this. Christopher right? Hitchens is great. Christopher so. Hitchens, because I don't actually even know what he looks like. Oh, he's brilliant. He's Have you just been nodding, smiling, and smiling at Sean's kind of Hitchens comments? Oh, yeah. Hitchens is is the man. He's like, he married twice, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I recommend. <laughs> he had um he had a book out. He had a it's book out right on um, Mother Teresa about how Mother Teresa yeah. was um, not not the great kind of um, charity worker that she's revered to be, and the book was called The Missionary Position. I thought that was very funny. Here is he dead? Oh yeah, he died. In, um... <laughs> That's not funny. That. I didn't even and know his, that. His, his dying wish that. was that his dying wish was that Sean would bring him up at least. Once a week on yeah. a very small podcast. I didn't even know around. he was. I did no, not. He know died. He died about ten years. I'd I'd really I'd be really interested into like, you know, what he what he'd say about the current state of affairs and and everywhere. Like it'd be, be really interesting. But well, I'm sure you I'm sure you let us know next week. Um, so <laughs> I don't mention him that much, but I do. He he is he is my hero. So you know. No, that's fair and understandably so. But with, with Alec Baldwin here, so, <laughs> so Alec left uh, Twitter roughly 24 hours ago, right. stormed out the door. And I, I, how much do you guys know about the whole thing with his wife over the last couple of months? I literally just came across it today because my, my dad sent it to me. And really? He, yeah, he was like, oh, because he was, he, they asked, my dad asked me every week, what are you going to do for the show? <laughs> Ah, that's like adorable. He sends me he sends me stories of like things that happen oh, no on Twitter. Way. Yeah, so he sent All me right, well, what, 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 what have you learned today, Sean? I'll let you what, what have you learned about it today? Um basically that a couple of months ago people were slagging off his wife for having a fake Spanish accent. <laughs> yeah. Well, she apparently her parents are from Spain and she puts on a Spanish accent and then I has don't a US. Think they are. I don't know. Well, I anyway, I, I watched a video of her today and it was a pure US 
accent she had. So I don't know it's, where she's going putting on a Spanish accent. Yeah, it's very funny. Her parents live in New York in Spain now, but she's from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> like, but uh, she is basically like a yoga instructor and influencer and, and was using her, uh, the fact that she was, and I'm doing quotation marks for those of you who can't see me, that she was Spanish um, to kind of sell herself. So in interviews and stuff, she put on like slight Spanish accent. And then it it turned out through like, I think videos of her, like for whatever reason, she's speaking to people in the UN. Um, And it came out that she's American, (laughs) you know? So she'd been calling herself Hilaria. She'd been calling herself like Hilaria Baldwin, but her name is just, it's actually Hillary is her legal name. Right. That's very funny. I don't like it was a pure UX accent. Did, have you got any videos of her over talking? Oh, sorry, Carmen. Have you got any what? videos of her talking in Spanish or talking uh, with a Spanish accent? I haven't lined any up, but it, it, it's oh. reminiscent of that time that like Joey Barton went over was, to play from our I side. Had in that. France. I had that. And I was gonna, <laughs> can I play it? Can I please you play want? it? Okay, yeah. so this is this is professional footballer, Joey Barton. Uh, he moved to uh, French football club Marseille and was doing a, a, basically press. And you did that thing when you're on holidays where you start putting on an accent as you're trying to explain stuff to people. Oh, it's very so, funny. So, Sean, do you actually have this lined up? I do. I have this lined up. Um, I, it was when it, when it came up, I was like straight away. I was like, this has to, this has to be it. As I say, yesterday I make one tackle, and all everybody speaks about is this tackle. Nobody speaks about uh, the fifty-yard pass that kills Balmon and and it causes a red card for him. Um, <laughs> And nobody sh- talks about the shot that um, Landru would have uh, been happy to to see. You know, he didn't see the ball. Never mind, uh, have a chance to save it. <laughs> I can I can I just say, and Cormac, don't mind me saying this as your French relatives. Is he putting on some French mannerisms as he speaks there as well? Kind He's of doing like, the whole head movement, isn't he? Like, yeah, kind of raising yeah, eyebrows and shr- shrugging shoulders a lot. He's five minutes away from flicking a cigarette at someone. He is. Yeah. <laughs> What but, uh, about she, there was there was also while we're on that topic, <laughs> what about does anyone remember the Steve McLaren one, the Dutch one? Oh man, yeah. So Steve. English manager Steve McLaren uh, moving over to a Dutch team and putting on a Dutch accent in press conferences. Cormac, am I not mistaken? Yes. Yeah, so did he, so, did he right. sound like your man from um, Austin Powers? He sounded sort of. exactly like him. Yes. <laughs> we score goals. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so her real name's Hillary, and uh, yeah, so he got destroyed over that. So basically, and, and the thing is, so to do with Julian Anderson, the story is, oh. but in, in a lead up to this, so Alex been he's been wound up all week about about different things. So uh, about five months ago, um, his wife uh, Hillary gave birth um, to a baby girl. Sorry, a baby boy, but five. But now, Reese, like in the last week. Five months after she gave birth, they announced the arrival of their new baby girl. Someone was telling me this later. today. So, like, yeah, so obviously there's been she had what? some adoption. <laughs> well, they haven't. Well, the thing is, they have refused to answer um, where the mystery child has come from. They've, they've outright refused. And Alex started getting really pissy with people on Instagram. So he's Alex mad. He's crazy enough that he replies to people online. So he started telling people on Instagram to excuse my German, fuck off, um, and to mind your own business. German? Uh, originally, yeah, I know the expression is French, but doesn't doesn't fuck come from German originally? Don't know. Don't know. 
Um, but yeah, so that, that was a whole thing. So all week has been wound up about, about everything, I guess. And then uh, during the Golden Globes, Gillian Anderson, doesn't she go and win Best Supporting Actress for her um, very um, sexually confusing role as Margaret Thatcher in The Crown? Sexy Thatcher. That's Sexy really Thatcher. Mm. Um, so, so basically she wins... She wins the Golden Globe for Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress, and Alec goes and uh, Alec goes and tweets out. Hold on a second. Yeah, uh, switching accents. That sounds fascinating. And what Alex talk? What Alec is talking about is Gillian Anderson accepted her award via video link in an American accent. Because everyone, oh. everyone forgets she is American. Her English accent is so good because she lived in London till she was eleven. Um, uh, she's born in America, moved over to London for 11 years, back to America. But her English accent is so good, people always think she's English. Uh, and lots of people are commenting on that on Twitter. But Alec goes and tweets out, switching accents, that sounds fascinating. And people started tearing into him because of his why, wife. <laughs> why did he do that? What was, but sort of like, did he just, did he not know that she was... He was being ironic, wasn't he? He was trying yeah, to go... It's exactly. So he's been ironic. So Sean, he actually, um, funny you say that, because that's the theme. He then released an Instagram video. While he was driving. While he was driving. Uh, the cops are chasing him. No, uh, he released a video. It's gone now, but um, I've got a little transcript here. Oh, uh, so I can play it if you want. Have you, did you get it? I thought it was gone. Um, my dad sent it to me. <laughs> what, what a hero. Sean's I can also I can time. also play the Steve McLaren Dutch accent if anybody wants. Okay, <laughs> we can play it. We can play out to that. <laughs> we can play out to that. Yeah, Sean, maybe, you maybe. you have the you have the video of Alec Baldwin on Instagram. Yeah, my dad sent it to me. Thank you, Mister um, Sean. Um, or whatever, play it or not is another thing. Sean, who's that? Who's who's that in your WhatsApp there? Ready. <laughs> Driving home from work, wanted to post a quick video to say that I deactivated my Twitter account today. I found myself um, writing a little mention. Uh, I, I don't want to drag other people into my uh, my uh, debates or what have you, but I noticed that someone said, oh, that this actress, who I won't mention, uh, uh, had switched accents uh, during the press for her show from her American, from her accent from another country to uh, an American accent. And I just wrote, oh, that's interesting. And of course, you can't do any irony on uh, Twitter. You can't do any irony in the United States anymore because the United States is such a uptight, um, stressed out place and such a unpleasant place right now. But... Uh, but I wanted to say that uh, 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 the person I was referring to is somebody I am a huge fan of, huge, huge fan of. And that comment was meant to just illustrate the point that I find, as I said, that the multicultural expressions of anyone, for that matter, whatever you, uh, you know, whatever country, language, music, food, clothing, art, any of it, whatever uh, of those expressions are important to you, that's your business, you know. But I find that, of course, on Twitter, which is where all the assholes in the United States and beyond go to get their advanced degrees in assholiness, 
um, that uh, Twitter is a place which is just, you know, um, I had used it as a news aggregator, and I suppose I will do my best to find other places that are uh, similar in their news aggregation in real time. And um, uh, be interesting uh, thinking and writing. You having yeah. difficulty turning that video off there, son? Uh, I was trying to like motion to you when you wanted me to stop. Um, that um, you weren't copping on to that at all. No, no, sorry. I was concentrating so much on on the video itself. Uh, it's it's a shame Alec is so crazy because I love 30 Rock so much <laughs> yeah that's kind of what I wanted to say at the beginning like before Donald Trump came along was Alec Baldwin not a well known dickhead like was, um, he not, was he not like didn't didn't they take the absolute mick out of him in uh, Team America yeah like, Alec yeah. Baldwin like, was he not like a well known dickhead and very short fuse type of guy yeah, he's done. He's done for punching someone in the street. There wasn't he, like a yeah, like then, last like, year, the year then, before. Not to steer our podcast towards Donald Trump territory, but then when Trump came along, he was able to do a really, really good impression of him. And I know he had success with Thirty Rock and that, but he became mega popular then again because he was good yeah. at doing a Trump impression, which kind of forgot about how much of a nut job that he seems to he's, be. He's had highs and lows. Like he's very successful early in his career, and then he's had dips and stuff. But he's been in huge stuff. Obviously, like The Departed is being the obvious one. And stuff when he's um, earlier, he's in Beetlejuice. Weirdly enough, isn't he? Yes, he is. Um, you know, which it's, I always forget about. But he's 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 very funny. Like he's a very good, like he is a really good funny actor. Like he's amazing in Thirty Rock. But um, but he's bonkers in real life. Absolutely bonkers. But anyway, Twitter's reaction to the whole thing was was, was fairly funny. Uh, sorry, Sean, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, well, obviously he he, lo- he loves his wife, that he has to go go out in an absolute limb to defend her. <laughs> yeah, and, and another person tonight, uh, Instagram live streaming while they, they drive. You know? Yeah. Seems to be all the rage. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Twitter had a few mixed reactions to the whole Anderson thing and, and Baldwin thing. Um, Mike, some guy called Mike tweeting out. It's always exciting to see which accent Gillian Anderson will pull out. Um, and so someone got someone replied to him saying, "Right, I was uh, prepared for British Gillian, and she served us up some scully, which I, I liked as a reference." I uh, thought she was Australian. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> what? So I'm even more confused. Who are you thinking of? Nicole, not Nicole Kidman, but like I thought Gillian Anderson was was an Aussie. I don't know. Um, yeah, but there's lots of people obviously defending <coughs> Julian Anderson, kind of saying things not to ask Julian Anderson anymore. This is um, at Gigi. Um, why does she have the British-American accent? And is she doing any more X-Files? Uh, so there are the two things not to ask Julian anymore. I think they're done with X-Files pretty much, aren't they? Are they? At this stage, oh, okay. Uh, so they have to be. Um and then um, some guy called Eden tweeted out, was anyone else very extremely shocked to find out that Gillian Anderson is not British at all, fully American? Why does she only do roles that require a British accent? I've been bamboozled beyond recognition. It reminds me of that scene in The, scene in the Simpsons where Homer has been mispronouncing uh, Miss Crab, Miss Crab, Crabapple's name wrong for years. <laughs> Crabapple <laughs> or something, was it? Crabapple. Yeah. Crabapple. Uh, a apple or something like that. But yeah, so guys, what, what do you think? Is, is this Does this count as cancelling Sean? Well, he's kind of... Has he cancelled himself? 
Yeah, I was wondering, was it was it like were people getting at him for like cultural or getting at the wife for cultural appropriation, or was it just more taking the mick? Um, so someone putting on an accent that there was no right to be putting on. Well, that's, like, I think it's just I think it's just more lying about who you are and and yeah yeah no um as it's not it's not well, you can't really cancel yourself can you? He's he's done his best over the years to be fair, <laughs> um, but but yeah his, his Twitter account has resurfaced. Um, as of recording as well. Already, so already back, said that. But, already gave but that he has, <sighs> he has, he's tweeted, he has deleted everything um, over the last year and a half has gone. I don't yeah. understand why she oh. did it though. Because, like, yeah, I know she's she, she didn't, like, uh, I'll say, he still was mega famous in the States. You know, we're not, not obviously headlining films like Leo DiCaprio or anything like that, but, but he was still massively famous. And I know people like to step out in their own right. She doesn't want to be known as Alec Baldwin's wife. But like she didn't need a gimmick. You know, like she no. could have she could have been successful as oh, you know, that that's Hillary Baldwin, you know, Alec Baldwin's wife. Like she didn't need to create the Spanish persona. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'll uh, get my Mexican Equivalent, Senior Spielbergo. Yeah. I'll do. I'll. I'll. Do, I'll. Do, I'll bring on a persona. I'll be like Portuguese or something next week. Yeah. Portuguese. Yeah, just do it up. All right. So, gents, thanks again for joining me this week. Did you have any particular tweets of the week or anything this week? Or anything else well, you wanted to try well, there? Well, I did, but then we started talking about the, the football acts and things. And I'd, I'd much, much rather, better. I'd much rather play uh, Steve McLaren's Dutch accent. Uh, right. Well, do, do, will we use that as our outro music this week, Cormac? Is, yes, is that a fair compromise? Okay. Yes. Well, Cormac and Sean, thank you very much for joining me this week. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you've been listening to the Tweets Ahead podcast you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Tweets Ahead cast and TikTok, we're on TikTok now guys, we are down with the kids, you can also listen to us on all major podcast platforms like Apple Anchor, Spotify, Amazon CastBox, whatever your, your poison is, don't forget to like, share and subscribe and as always the music we use is Welcome to the Breakdown by Bill Coleman uh, playing us out this week is Steve McLaren and his finest Dutch accent. Bij FC Twente begint de spanning behoorlijk op te lopen. De Turkers spelen woensdag voor het eerst in de geschiedenis in de Unfortunately, obviously, we all know about uh, Blazing Kufo. He's suspended for this game and the return. Um, a big loss, one of our big players. Big goal scorer. Uh, we're also missing uh, Yusef Hersey through injury, um, but everybody else um, has come through and we're a full squad. <laughs> <laughs>